This is Late Afternoon Gaming playing Curse of Strahd, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition module. You're listening to Session 17. Check out our Table Talk episode to hear some kinda serious conversation about some of the intricacies of the plot here. Head over to the subreddit if you like being the only person on a forum. Leave us a review if you want to be part of the world's most exclusive club ever. And please enjoy the session. Who wants to summarize our last session? I think it's Nerf's turn to summarize. He hasn't done it in a hundred years. <laughs> I haven't done it in a while. Um, <clears throat> so we started the session after our initial encounter with Cloven and one of the flesh golems. Um, there we we met the abbot, who immediately raised a bunch of red flags in our discussion um, before he revealed his in-game of making a bride for Strahd and somehow using that to defeat Strahd. I, I think I was kind of hazy on what his I think it was to placate was. him more than defeat him. Uh, okay. Um, <clears throat> fighting the abbot, we, he revealed himself to be some kind of uh, celestial being with uh, pretty strong power um, who was we almost probably yeah, <laughs> was probably kicking our ass before he took off and flew up way up high. Um, talking more with Cloven, we, we found out that the abbot has been um, basically guilting guilting Cloven's people into thinking that like their disfigurement was the, was caused by their sin or or some kind of trans you know evil that that his family had done in the past. Um, it, it seems like Cloven is probably the only one of his family who can communicate at least. It, of the two of the two of his family we did talk to he was the one who responded to us um we tried to convince cloven to come with us he agreed uh, but then we and decided then we no. he couldn't come with us <laughs> no we didn't try to then, convince him to come with us we tried to convince him to fight that's with true us. that's true we convinced him to fight with us we convinced him and then we decided we couldn't actually fight and then he wanted to come with us and we told him he couldn't come with us so i i, I want to I, I don't think that's correct. So we tried to convince him to fight, and he said, basically, he he said he would try, but he it wouldn't work, and that it was better for him to come with us. And we said that wasn't an option. Reason for that being, the abbot said for every Bellevue that we take from the abbey, he would kill somebody from Crest. So we didn't really have a choice of letting them come with. So kind of rocking a hard place with that. Yeah, but he he did agree to fight. Like, and when it came down to it, he agreed to fight. His his hang-up was when we tried to get him to help us convince the rest of his family, he felt very strongly that that would be a waste of time and the rest of his family wouldn't, that, you know, in, in his words, I think he said they were feral, that they wouldn't be able to understand what was going on to actually help us. And the story being, we left Cloven there, um, hearing screams as we headed down back towards uh, Crash. Yeah, no problem. Resolving to return at some point with weapons that we would be more effective, i.e. flame swords or something. Mm-hmm. Or just generic magic, I'm sure would be fine. Right, basically anything other than what we've got right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure we'll come across a city that has a, a smith, you know, any day now with that we'll be able to produce uh, weapons of great power for us. At mm-hmm. a reasonable price, too. What uh, we need yeah. to do with is go visit gold. the yeah the mad mage of Mount Baratok and have him come and just uh, zap this guy. Yeah, there we go. We okay. are kind of fresh out of things to do. Um, like we got to pick. We got to pick our next task. Well, um, we already submitted that to Duncan before the session started, which is uh, by we I mean Nerf. 
I was uh, the only one who said anything. Head yeah. to the next fortune hint. A faceless god awaits at the end of a long and winding road deep in the mountains. So uh, if, if we're not doing that, then we're not playing today. So. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds like we're doing that. So it is early afternoon. And just as you described, uh, you are walking out of the main gate of the Abbey of St. Markovia. Um, and so in front of you, which is to say... Um, if you look at the map of Kresk, so hold on before before we go through that. As as you walk through the the front gate, the the screams are loud behind you, um, and you begin to work your way down the switchbacks. And you keep thinking, you know, maybe maybe a little further, and I won't be able to hear them anymore. Um, oh no! <laughs> as you wind down into the the frosty village below. Uh, thin wisps of smoke coming out of some of the chimneys, um, and the the village, you know, basically being forested within the walls, which just still seems bizarre to you. Um, and the screaming just never, never leaves your ears. Like you are not, even by the time you reach the bottom, um, it's still, it's still audible to you. You know, everyone in the village can hear it. That hardly seems possible. <laughs> there yeah, were they hundreds got, they of got some lungs away. on them, man. They, we've seen them. They got cobbled together with all kinds of stuff. We don't know what kind of lungs they got. It's mm, not. Man. It's not loud down here, but um, it's audible. Hmm. Eisen uh, puts a puts a smile on his face and kind of swaggers in like it's like it's no problem. So as as you reach the bottom of the trail, um, the Baron is standing. Mm-hmm. So he's he's there. He's uh, as I had said before. He he dresses like the guards. The only really distinguishing feature being the the wolf's fur mantle and and uh, cloak that he wears over the armor. And he looks at you and and looks up at the abbey and says, "What happened?" Eisen walks up to him and says, "Well, uh, good news. It's not Strahd. Step that that's tidbit number one." Right. Um, the abbot is not Strahd. I know you, you mentioned that you were concerned that that was the case. It is not. Um, actually doesn't seem to like Strahd very much at all. Uh, but uh, he is still very dangerous. Uh, he seems to be some sort of uh, angel. Uh, not like a good kind, but like... Uh, Possibly a fallen angel. Yeah, something like that. And he, uh, he's he got some pretty wacko stuff going on up there. Uh we clashed with him a little bit. He's pretty powerful. Obviously, we survived, but uh, we're going to need to come back later with something uh, with a better, little bit more oomph um, in order to, to really take him down. He he lets out a short, stress laugh, like almost a bark, and and says, "Later." Yeah, like I, in the future, not now, but some other time. I asked you not to tell my people that you were going to make this all right because we we don't know what's up there. Well, and now you do, though. Right after you told all of them that you were going to solve all their problems. And we will. Uh, it's just not right now. Uh, here's here's some additional information. The project that he's been working on is, like, done. So hopefully that'll calm things down a bit in the, in the short term anyway. And then we'll come back project? and we'll kill the guy. Uh, long story uh, short, he was oh using boy. the body parts of uh, people who have been buried here to construct a uh, a flesh golem. Eisen uh, face palms. 
<laughs> he closes his eyes for a moment and opens them again and, and says, when will you be back? It depends on when we are able to get the tools we need to do the job. And what are those? Uh, uh, just better weapons. Yeah, magic weapons, fire weapons, that kind of thing. So the, Don't suppose you know about any. The food, the safety, the promises you made to my people. Still on the table. Th- yeah, they will be fulfilled. Just not like this very second. Make a persuasion check. 23. Okay, he he seems placated by that. He like yeah, we he, know he what seems, we're up against now. He seems and... frustrated, but but he nods his head. You see, maybe he's coming around. Frankly, I thought you'd be a little happier to see us since you were pretty convinced we were just going to straight up die. Right? This is better than what you expected. <laughs> I can understand your frustration, but the point is, we know what we're up against now. We know what we need to do to get around it, and we'll be back once we have the tools. He he says. What do you need from me? Well, uh, if you, you have, have any leads on magic, magic weapons, weapons or fire weapons, that would be helpful. He shakes his head and says, "No." Yeah. All right, well, then no we need you to follow up on. get you know get a get some people willing to go outside and go hunting. Um, and uh, you know, we're again we're not going to be back for you know probably a, a little while, and uh, whatever we got the other day is not going to last that long. But you've got a little bit of the lay of the land at this point. Um, uh, you can probably spare a, a couple guys to, you know, go do some hunting. You know, I, I think you guys can make the situation a little better for yourselves. Especially now that you know it's not Strahd up there. I think that should, you know, lower your perception of what the threat is. So he turns towards the abbey and looks up and points uh, up into the sky and says, What about that? I don't and think you, he's going to mess you, see, you guys. You see the, the abbot. Uh, still hovering above the abbey, obviously looking right down at you. I mean, I I, I don't think he has <laughs> any waves. cause to to mess with you any more than he has. Uh, which, to my knowledge, he hasn't really been messing with you that much, apart from exhuming the graves of your fallen. So I, I, I don't think it's a major concern, honestly. He grimaces and says, Well, we have no choice but to bear it, I suppose. Well, no, you do have a choice. You You know, we talked about this before. You guys could leave. And especially now that you know it's not Strad that's up there. I mean, you know, I I don't want you to artificially remove that option from the table. He, he says, let me, let me talk to my wife and, and to the people. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's time. Well, that is up to you. I think it's time for us to get on our way. Uh, We will be back. Uh, So whether you're here or not, we are going to be dealing with that at a later point in time. Well, we, we cannot leave without protection. I thought you were offering to escort us. Oh, well, do you have any idea where you would be going? I... We'll stick can't. around while you guys have the meeting. Yeah, and we, we'll, we can do that. Yeah, you just tell us what you want to do. Yeah, tell you what, we'll even we'll go hunting in the meantime, get you some more food. Great. He, he nods his head and says, I thank you. I, I, I do not mean to be ungrateful. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what's, what's right. Yeah, no problem. Sure, take your time. We'll go hunting. Let's go, Kakabi. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be too excited. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so with that, he he walks with you, you know, about halfway to the gate, and then he turns off towards his house. Um, as you approach the gate, the guards, seeing you coming, open it for you like they had before. Thanks, boys. We'll be back. Can we just, like, fast forward and do a survival check or something? Sure. Yeah. 
Uh, survival checks all around. Bison's so fucking good at survival. Uh, that's an eight. Eh, maybe not today, though. Thirteen. Oh, no, sorry, apparently I got a seventeen. Oh, I saw your die. Yeah, so I got a seventeen. Okay. Yeah, seventeen and two thirteens. So, you guys get a, a haul that's not quite as impressive as the last one, but still very good. Sweet. And it's, uh, let's say it's, it's an elk and three wolves. Hell yeah, wolf sandwiches. And some, uh, some, some more beets, <laughs> rhubarb. Some more, some more delicious tubers. There you go. Tubers. Potatoes. We need ears. A few good tubers. Okay. Uh, Jack, can you go ahead and link to, uh, the potatoes? <laughs> potatoes. Yeah. Absolutely. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Well, the sun is, uh, setting by the time you make it back to the gate. Um, and the guards let you back in. They let out a, a cheer, um, this time as they, as they see you coming up the path, uh, with, uh, with this delicious looking hall. The cheers and nearly drowning out the sounds of the screams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the abbey does seem to have quieted down, um, but... Uh, as you come in, you can see that, uh, the people are gathered in the same spot that they were the, the first time you went on a hunt. Um, and, uh, you immediately get the impression that there are, uh, mixed feelings. Some people are just excited to get more food. Some people appear to be excited for other reasons. Some seem particularly somber to you. Um, and, uh... Right away, the Baron directs uh, some of the men to help you um, to drag the animals into place and begin uh, preparing them to eat. And uh, in full view of everyone, the Baron looks at you and says, We are unanimous. We, mm. we will leave. Oh. Okay. Do you have an idea where you want to go? I, I imagine there is no place for us but Valaki. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it, seeing that reaction, he, he says, do you disagree? Well, I think we've mentioned remember, this before. We, these uh, characters don't know that a bunch of bad shit happened afterwards, right? So we, we only know about the church burning down. That's it. We're not mm. super popular there, but I, I, we can lead you and take you there. Yeah, we um, can definitely get you there. Yeah. It's just, you know, our, we can't get you past the gate. That'll be on you. I'm concerned that they may not admit us. 48 people. That's that's a burden. Okay. I mean, hmm. it might be beneficial then to send like an envoy or something, right? Or, uh, you know, or do you guys have any way of communicating? Do you have ravens that carry messages or, you know, whatever? Hmm. No, you are right. You're right. Um, I will, I will send an envoy. Um, I do not, in that case, I do not mean to delay you. Well, I mean, if you're concerned that, you know, the whole group traveling is going to get attacked, you know, your envoy probably will also get attacked, right? The whole group traveling will be as slow as our slowest person. The envoy can be fast. So, I'll tell you what, um, we're planning on heading east anyway. If you send an envoy, we can escort them as far as Velaki, um, and then we'll just part ways there. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I think that makes sense. Well... Yes. I I intend to go myself. Oh, cool. Okay, great. And his uh, his wife, who is standing nearby, um, seems surprised by this. Oh. I think it makes sense. You know, you know the the leader 
right? You should be treated with, you know, accorded some respect, right, by their burgomaster. And she looks at him um, with just terror in her eyes. And he uh, he grabs her hand and says, Do not. I must do. Uh, and, and she... A, a tear comes out of her eye. Um, and uh, he says, I, I would bring you with me, but I, I wouldn't risk it. No, I, I think mm. that makes sense. When do you want to leave? Tomorrow? And, and don't worry, we'll, we'll keep your husband safe. Uh, and I'll cast calm emotion. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. He roofies them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, she calms right down. Um, and the... Uh, I keep calling him the Baron. The Burgomaster. Um, says, thank you. Yes, I will... I'm ready to leave as soon as as soon as you like. Probably tomorrow. Uh, we, uh, you know, it was it was quite a day up there, and we just did some hunting. Uh, I think it would be good to rest and then head out first thing tomorrow. Thoughts? Of yeah, I, I I like that idea. Let's uh, let's spend the night and then go. There's there's really big wolves at night, you know, as big as dogs. Oh, spooky. All right, so we can uh, do th- another party thing here, and then uh, you know, head out tomorrow all right and uh by this point um the people have begun cooking the all the food that you've brought back and uh spirits are are lifting um people are you can hear them telling telling stories about uh the way the village used to be and um you know just generally behaving people do the way that they when they think they may be doing something for the last time um but you know, all in all, very very different tone from the the last bonfire that you've had here. You know, the the bonfire goes on uh, late into the night with people staying up telling stories, um, and eventually the group decides to get some shut eye and they head back to the burgomaster's cottage. And then it is morning. So as you wake up, uh, you see the uh, the burgomaster's wife helping him get dressed and. Uh, and packed, and she is sad, uh, but you know, taking great pains to kind of fussing over him, making sure he has everything he needs, and um, you know, he's he's indulging her, and uh, as he sees you uh, getting up, he looks at her and says, "It's time for me to go," um, and he squeezes her hand and, and says, "I'll be back soon, and we'll go to a better place." And then he looks at the group of you and says, "Let's get started." Yeah, boy. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's head on out. Welcome to the team. <clears throat> yeah, we're we're kind of cool, so keep up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah try, try not to make us look bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll we'll go ahead and set off. We know the way because we've done it before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So as you walk out the gate, the guards salute him, and he returns it. And you head south to the main road, Old Spalich Road. And Old Cockabee Road. Old Cockabee Road. Road. Oh, yeah, yeah. back on Old Cockabee Road. And you head east along the (laughs) Raven River. That fucking lethal uh, undead guys. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) We meet again. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? So I guess so, uh, are we gonna take the the northern path that passes by the tower like we did last time? Sure, we might run into uh, 
uh, Esmeralda again. She was headed mm-hmm. to Velaki, so maybe we'll see her in Velaki. I wonder how Velaki's doing. I hope they're doing well. I'm sure they're doing great. Okay. Yeah, so you guys head east, and after a few hours, you hit the bridge uh, near the bridge where you, you had fought the Revenant. Um, but nothing happened. Uh, and then uh, around noon, you make it uh, nearby the tower, south of Lake Baratat. And you continue uh, heading east, I assume, north of that big patch of woods up here? Yeah. Yeah, I think we take the north north patch. Yeet. Okay. Yeet. Um, and the sun begins to set right around this point. So, you know, you're a couple of hours away from Velaki. Oh, this is good. That means we'll we'll get up in the morning and we'll be, um, we'll have all day to, like, get you settled and talk to talk to the good folks in Velaki. Let's, uh, get off the road and pitch a tent somewhere, yeah? Uh, Sounds do we good. want to not just bring him to the gate? I mean, we're, we're kind of, like, right next to it. Uh, I think showing up in the middle of the night might be not the, not the look. Okay, no, that's fine. <clears throat> I'll, uh, I'll take a look around and see if I can find, like, a nook in the trees. Like, Lord of the Rings style, like we found last time. Get off the road! Get off the road! Yeah, you find something like that. Um, uh, an area that's uh, a little sheltered. Not um, a ghost. Do you <laughs> want right. to set up a fire or anything like that? Uh, probably want to avoid fires. Okay. Pretty spooktacular out here sometimes. Okay. Then, uh, the, uh, the Burgermaster's been pretty quiet. Um, for most of the day, and, and he, but extremely attentive. And as you're bedding down, or as you're making camp in any case, he, he says, So, how does this work? Do we stand watch? Uh, you don't oh, yeah. need to, but... Yeah, we got we, it, don't worry. We got it, you just you just get ready for tomorrow. Like, yeah, prepare yourself don't mentally. Don't worry, my, my eagle eyes will uh, keep an eye out for you. I typically take first. So. Well, should I? I can at least help collect firewood or something. I'm not useless. No, no fighters. It's fine. It attracts attention. Yeah. He nods his head and says, well, you seem like you know what you're doing. Yeah. Like, oh, nothing yeah. against we're, you, but we're very accustomed to just doing it together. So we, we kind of have, we're a well-oiled machine. He nods and um, <clears throat> pulls out a little bedroll and, um, and lays down. But you can tell he's he's not that tired. He's probably not going to sleep for a long time. All right, who is standing watch first? Eisen. Eisen, who got a 20 on his perception check. Yeah, baby. Okay. How many ghosts do I see? How many dead bodies of myself? <laughs> a parade of Eisen-like zombies <laughs> march along the road <laughs> for three hours. Well, uh, for the first couple of hours of your watch, nothing. It's quiet. You hear the normal accustomed sounds of um, you know, small animals moving around, wind blowing through the trees, that kind of thing. But then, uh, off into the distance, as you're scanning, you see a wisp of light. It looks like a lantern uh, moving through the woods. Okay. Is it approaching? It. It's tough to tell. Sometimes it seems like it's getting closer... And then it goes behind a tree, and then it seems maybe like it's moving farther away. You watch it for long enough to realize that it's it's moving, it's like it's moving around you, um, and it's it's in view most of the time. 
uh, okay. to the north of the campsite. But all I can make out is wispy light. I don't really have a good beat on anything else. Right. Yeah, it just it seems good. probably a lantern. Hmm. I'm going to keep an eye on it for now, but I'm not going to approach. Okay. And but if it sticks around for too much longer, uh, who's who's next? I'll go next. Okay. So when it comes time for, for like shift turnover here, is it still around? It is. Okay. So I'm going to wake up Cockaby. Five more minutes. Uh, no. <laughs> v, uh, denied. Um, okay. Things are so things are mostly good. There is, if you look over there, uh-huh. there's like this this weird light thing. Um, oh, yeah, that's pretty weird. You take over watch. Um, I'm going to go just get a little closer and, and check it out. And uh, I'll let okay. you know what it is. Okay. I keep an eagle eye sharp lookout mm-hmm. with my six perception. All right, Eisen, once he sees that Cockabee's set up, ready to go, is going to, uh, with as much stealth as he can muster, attempt to uh, sneak up on this mysterious light. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he said fun. So, once you begin approaching it, you can see the torchlight flicker as it appears to move away from it. Mm. Um, it's, uh, it seems like it's maybe between one and two hundred yards away. Okay. Um, and uh, it's intermittently visible, you know, because as it passes between trees and other features. Um, but, but yeah, it, it seems to be working its way north away from you as you get farther from the campsite. Okay. I will follow it for... If it's consistently heading away... Then I'm gonna stop pursuing because I don't want to get too too separated. Okay. But the basically my my metric here is I'm gonna keep going until I get to the point where I'm not confident that if I yelled, Cockby would hear me. Okay. So I'm gonna yeah. continue to approach. So you you do reach that threshold after um, you know about ten minutes of quietly moving towards it, and it just keeps moving away. Right. Okay, I'll turn around and head back then. Keeping, I'll glance backwards occasionally to see if it's following me back. Uh, yeah, after a couple of minutes on your way back, you seem to have lost. Hmm. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll... <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't really establish a good, uh, hey, it's me signal for Cockaby. So I guess I just kind of stroll into the campsite. And like, That's hey, fine, he's probably snoozing anyway. Yeah, Cockaby <laughs> yeah. was totally snoozing. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, I wasn't able to catch ah. up to it. I don't know what it was. Of course. Well, it was, yeah, I, I was watching you. Um, yeah, I got it. <clears throat> well, I guess <laughs> maybe it comes back. I don't know, but um, I'm going to hit the hay. I, I, I got it. And I do so. Okay. Oh, man. Talk. Well, uh, after 45 minutes or so, Cockabee sees the light again. Wow, that's weird. It must be new, because I'm pretty sure Eisen would have told me if he had seen a light. Oh, he must have been in non-REM 1 earlier, you know what I mean? Aha. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, yeah, what, what's it doing? Uh, sometimes it's just stationary. Sometimes it appears to move through the trees. Um, then you'll lose sight of it for a minute or so, and it'll reappear farther along. Does it seem like it's something on the road, or is it in the... It is in the woods. It's in the woods. Um, 
how far away does it seem to be? Uh, between one and two hundred yards. Okay, I will keep an eye on it and wait to see if it gets within like sixty feet. So it looks like it's just above the fog, you know. So it's it's at like chest level. Okay. Um, like where I would expect someone to be holding a lantern if it was a lantern, perhaps. That's so weird. Uh, I will, I will wake up Eisen. Hey, 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 that, that light's back. I'm, oh, I'm shit. Gonna, I'm gonna go check it out. Keep an eye on Goldie Hen, okay? Uh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna, gets up. <laughs> I'll hand Goldie Hen to Eisen, and then I'm gonna sneak off and see if I can sneak up on the light. Okay. This is your chance to eat Goldie Hen. Yeah, make, I know. <laughs> make a stealth check. Okay. At disadvantage. Still pretty good. That's a 22. Oh, man. Okay, yeah, so you glide through this forest. Um, You are carefully but swiftly avoiding stepping on anything that would make noise. Um, And despite this, as you get... Every time you think you're gaining ground on this light, you look up and it seems like it's just as far away as when you start. As you work your way farther and farther north into the forest. What is this? Um, how far do you want to follow? Oh man, how far do I want to follow? I would say I'll go I'll go like 200 yards away. Okay. Like however however far I think I could find my way back. Okay. Yeah, you get there and the light is still out in the distance ahead. This is very strange. Um and I will cast sending back to Aizen. Um, and I'll say, hey, Aizen, it's it's me, Kakabi. Um, I followed it out like a couple hundred yards. It still seems really far away. Should I keep following it? Think it'll come back? Oh, can I respond to sending? Yes, you can. Oh. It's uh, 25 words, I think. And yeah, this like, you just hear my voice in your head. Does it have to be exactly, or can it be less? It can be less. Okay. No, I, exactly. Aizen says, come back. I don't want us to get split up. It's just walking with us. And I, I'll, I'll come back to camp. Okay. Gosh, how weird is that? I was like, I was super sneaky and everything. And it, it just still like, it like, wow, what's the... The rest of your watch goes by without incident. To, uh, to kind of take my mind off of the weirdness of that, I'm going to take out... The, <laughs> cast uh, calm person on yourself. Yeah, I cast calm emotions on myself. <sighs> um, I'm going to take out this holy symbol. And uh, and just kind of start looking it over, mm. see if I can see what uh, it's about. Just kind of like attuned to its aura, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it a, is it a my turn yet? <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sending something to someone. Oh snap! Eisen sees seventeen corpses that look like him. <laughs> okay. Uh. Okay. Kakabi finishes his watch. Okay. I'll uh, I'll wake up Light of Dawn. Hey, hey, Light. Hey, buddy. Hey, it's your turn. Oh, that's All right, okay. Thank if you. you. Go back to sleep. Okay. Hey, by the way, um, there was this weird light. Eisen saw it, and whenever he got near, it went away. And then when I I saw it, I I was really sneaky, and I got close, but it went away when I was even when I was close. So just kind of keep an eye out. There might be a light coming back. Okay. Great. Okay. Okay. Good night. Then I go do whatever they were doing. Okay. About 15 minutes into your watch, you see the same flickering torchlight 
I wave at it. Woods. I wave at it. You wave at it. And then that's it. I sit back down. Okay. And just before sunrise, the light disappeared. I did it. And I defeated what you guys couldn't. The sunrise. I, I wake everybody up and say, get up! Time to go! <laughs> okay. Hey, did it, uh, anybody figure anything out with that light? Yeah, I defeated it. Cool. Hey. No, for, no further questions. God could be it something uh, like you had a question? No, I, that, just neat. That's pretty cool. Oh, I think, okay, got I, it. I, I knew if anyone could figure it out, it would have been you. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty smart. Uh, yeah. Anyway, let's roll, Virgo Master. He gets up um, and rolls up his uh, his bedroll and says, Okay, I'm ready. Should only take us like an hour or two to get into town. And by us, I mean you, because we're not going in, because they don't like us here. Do you mind if I ask why? I don't mind if you ask. I don't. Are you asking why? I'm being difficult. Uh, no, I he, mean, just he shakes his head and says, I, I suppose not. <laughs> All right, great. All right, let's go. Light of Dawn is the kind of person who you ask them if you if you can do something. And he says, I don't know, can you? <laughs> That's about uh, And then you ask me, and I go, I don't know, may you? Uh, <laughs> no, I, honestly, though, long story short, we... Uh, uh, we just we had some disagreements with the locals on a couple things, uh, and uh, I stole the sword, and uh, some people didn't like that. It's for a good cause. He nods, kind of indicating that he finds that distasteful, but he knows better than to, you know, make any snap judgments about it. Yeah, nobody likes that I stole the sword. You're not alone. Trust me. I don't like that I stole it. What it? Uh, I stand by that decision. <laughs> Thank you for coming for my TED talk. <laughs> I, well, I feel like we we roll. need to just print out. <laughs> we need to just get like a memo that we can hand to people. Like, listen, <laughs> here's what happened. It, it's no, like we're Todd not going to do anything where about I've just it. got this increasingly long explanation for why we've done what we've done. So yeah, we'll head over to the gate. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Just uh, about two hours after you set off. Um, Walking east, you finally make it to Valaki, and it looks roughly the same as how you remember it, with the the tall wooden palisade surrounding the palisade. relatively large. Huh? We need to let's let's talk about this palisade, okay? Yeah. Would you say that there's a <laughs> uh, a, a parapet about which the guards could walk? Mm-hmm. It's crinoline. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um. Well, we know that means that What's-Her-Name didn't succeed because she wanted to tear down the Palisades. Well, as you approach, um, and the, you, know, you get close enough to the guards that you're really able to make out what's going on, you can see that they look a little different. Um, they're wearing similar uniforms to what they had before, um, but now they have black pentagrams burned into their tunics. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Black pentagrams. Okay. Mm, I'll be honest, they, that, uh, that's a that's a change. Do you guys remember them having that that are uniforms last uh, time? Nope. Mm, no, nope. That, that kind of sounds new to me. Hey, does that uh, does that ring a bell for you? What does uh, what does that mean? Who, who I, I was addressing. Sorry, I was addressing that to the burgomaster. He says no, but I have never been to Vaughn. Well, I thought you said you've been here when you were a kid. W- he says, sure, you know what I. Yeah, we we have been here recently, and that was that wasn't a thing. I don't think anyway. Interesting. Uh, Eisen will approach. Think, well, mm. so as you get close to the guards, 
Um, you know, the ones that were sitting stand up and the rest of them, you know, they advance weapons raised and say, who goes there? I elbow the Burgomaster for him to start talking. The Burgomaster strides out in front of you with his hands extended out to his sides, indicating that he's, you know, that nowhere near his, his sword, which is sheathed. And he says, I am the Burgomaster of Kresk, and I am here to seek an audience with Vargas Velakovich, your Burgomaster. Who is and, definitely still alive and in power. <laughs> and uh, the guards just kind of sneer and shake their heads um, and say, Well, we've got bad news for you, old man. He's dead. Huh. Seems unnecessarily impolite. All right, well, uh, then who's, who's the, the Burgomaster? <laughs> this may actually play out in our advantage. We weren't too yeah, popular mm. with him. There is no Burgomaster anymore. Oh, is is that anyone in charge? Oh my god, I forgot her name. Um, oh, oh Fi- the Fiona, Fiona Walker. Yeah, they. Fiona, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, Fiona. Fiona Walker is our leader now. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. We were a big fan. All right. Well, I mean, and I, hey. I'm addressing this to the Burgomaster. I mean, I, I think it's pretty immaterial who the uh, Burgomaster or Burgomistress is. Um, right. I mean, the the point is that you need to talk to whoever's in charge, right? Wait, 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 wait. He, he seems a little unsettled, and he says, did, I, did, "I suppose." Hey, wait, group huddle, group huddle here, real quick. Didn't did he not like Fiona because she wanted to like? Yeah, she was. She was very strong, friendly. I mean, we didn't like rod. Vargas either. I mean. Yeah, but Vargas wasn't... At least this place was safe with Vargas. Vargas wasn't about tearing down the walls and letting Strahd in, you know. Well, you'll note that the walls are still here, so... I mean, I guess so. Um, maybe we should, maybe we should like, scope this place out before we recommend they move their village over here. Well, that's what the Burgomaster is here for, right? This is his assessment. So, wait, we're, we're not going to help him out with the assessment at all? We're just going to... I mean, I, I guess we could... Isn't he... I mean, let's let's fi- let's definitely let's let's fill him in with our last conversation with Fiona, so he knows what he's walking into. Okay, yeah, go for it. Yeah, the Burgomaster oh, okay. leans okay. in. And, uh, yeah, I I beckon him to join the circle. <laughs> so, full disclosure, uh, this Fiona Walker kind of had a role to play in our our falling out with the city. We were last here. We we had had a conversation with her, and she brought up that she thought they should open the gates and, and let Strahd in, and that all this trying to keep Strahd out was just keeping everyone down. He exhales and shakes his head and says, this is, is this where I'm delivering my people? I, I, I think that is probably something we want to check on before you bring anyone over here. Yeah, and before, get before you get to, vibe. like, there is also... The, uh, the, the town of Barovia. It's a bit further, but... Yes. Uh, they, they don't like us very much either, so kind of a similar... <laughs> What's not? He lets out, like, an exasperated <laughs> laugh. Who there doesn't uh, like us? Well, when we go back to, uh, well, I mean, listen, we All lost right. Arena, if you recall. Well, we didn't, I mean, no, like, they, 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 they should not have much animosity towards us, if any. I disagree. But yeah, I, I feel like we're probably not going to be super popular there. Because either Arena will be back and she'll have bad things to say about us, or 
we will but not then, have delivered arena where she was supposed to go and she just wasn't a huge fan of us stealing that was it yeah i i think her brother's not going to be a huge fan of of us letting her leave regardless of whether or not it was fair uh perhaps Either way, the question right now is, do we want to attempt to enter uh, Velaki and see what's going on? My vote is probably no. I... I'll be honest, if this place is, is under the control of the of the Walters, I don't think it's going to be a very good place to live. Yeah, I I think, I, I, I think you know, Burgomaster, I, for your people, I, if Fiona's in charge of Velaki, I think your best bet may just to be hold up and Kresk until we can figure out <laughs> how to handle that habit. <laughs> what if what yeah. if we what if we have them? I mean, because there's again there's like forty eight of them. What if we have them uh, go all become employees of the Wizard of Wine place? <laughs> right. I mean, why not? They can work the place. Right. They've got easy access to wine at that point. I mean, the Wizard of the Wine. Bastani? They couldn't. They couldn't hold off the twig blights. Right, and now you've got how, the guard How are force. they going to take care of 48 people? Well, no, no, the, 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 now they've got, you know, some... They help each other, right? You know, they can supply, uh, like, labor and the guard force, right? Um, so so that, the, the Burgermaster, he actually starts nodding his head and saying, maybe there's something to it. Right? That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah? this, this isn't... You guys are trying to find every possible negative thing about this. There's, I think there's something very positive here. Okay, yeah, no, I... If... if the Burgomaster thinks his people can do it. Yeah, should we go to... Yeah, let's go to the Wizard of Wines and see if they'll take him in. All right, and or, then the Wizard or, of Wines don't have to make deliveries to Crush anymore, right? Yeah. Right. He He's stroking his chin, nodding his head, and he says, I, I think they might take us in. There you go, we great. Could, we could be useful to them. Boom, all right, um, let's roll. Velaki, she'll never... Right, <laughs> Light of Dawn strides to, confidently to the west. To the yeah, Wizard of Wines! Yeah, I know that the original plan was to drop you off here, but that's, you know, close enough that we'll just walk you back. It's fine. Uh, okay. It's closer to where we want to go anyway, so. Do you, uh, hey, I can, uh... Oh, right, yeah, that was in the in the south. For some reason, I was thinking it was Mount Baratok, but we're going to Mount Gakis for the, yeah. the other thing. Right, yeah. right here. Right. Okay, so I was way off when I said that it was on the way. <laughs> Vlocky. Yeah, I thought I you were talking about, about this this road yeah. right here, and I was kind of like, ah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you look over at Eisen's character sheet and are reminded that he has an intelligence of seven. <laughs> um, hey, hey, Burgo Master, I, do you want me to send a message back to your wife or something, telling her where Blocky's not going to work out? We're taking a look at Wizard of Wines. That might stress her out more than anything. Yeah, she did. Yeah, I would, I would wait for positive news before we send anything back. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Alright, Wizard of Wines. Okay. Eisen, uh, Eisen I can really use a purple great mash number three <laughs> as we're leaving. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah, so we'll we'll fast travel. It takes you a day and a half to get there. Alright, and we're back. Hello. Mm. Does it look like there's more blights and shit? <laughs> we start having a conversation about how yeah, this guy doesn't like us very much, and the Burgomaster's <laughs> going, What the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone well, like he, you? He shouldn't be that negative. I mean, the only thing we didn't do was return the sword. We we did. Uh, he should be neutral. The sword. Neutral. He should be neutral. I agree. So I know this is kind of short, but that's actually a good place for us to end this session. Oh, okay. I, I need to prep some stuff before we do uh, have any conversations with the folks of the Wizard of Wines. All right. How oh, many times do we level me? up? Uh, actually, you guys do level. Level oh. six. Snap. Six level, baby. It's the best part of this game. 
Ooh. Let's uh, talk about what we what we get out of that, and then in the session. Mm. All right, I gotta pull up my PDF. <laughs> it's homebrew. I can have whatever. Shepard has to use a decoder ring to figure out. Yeah, no kidding. Oh man, I get another channel divinity. Oh, and I get the domain ability that lets me cancel crits. I, I forgot in this campaign oh, are we doing really for the for the rolled HP are we rolling the hit die with advantage or was that only in the uh, the oh the, the previous campaign that was just the previous campaign okay yeah I, was, I thought that was the case okay so I got the uh, the ability called fluid intelligence starting at sixth level you are able to use your smarts to improve the skills you're not normally good at when you make an ability check in which you are not proficient you can use this feature to add your proficiency bonus you do so after seeing the initial roll but before any of the rolls effects occur you can use this feature a number of times equal to your intelligence modifier that's pretty good Ooh. so my form of the beast um my my form of the beast attacks are now magical for the purpose of overcoming resistance and immunity to non-magical attacks and damage so we've already kind of got something good going on there as far as the abbot's concerned but then it's not enough by itself but it is good no uh, but it's you know it helps right you can also alter your form to help you adapt to your surroundings. When you finish a short or long rest, choose one of the following benefits, which lasts until you finish your next short or long rest. So I always have one active, and I can either gain a climbing speed equal to my walking speed, um, and I can climb difficult surfaces, including upside down on ceilings, without needing to make an ability check. That's interesting. Um, jumping, I can, uh, I can jump really far. When you jump, you can make a strength athletics check and extend your jump by a number of feet equal to the check's total. And then swimming, I get a swimming speed equal to my walking speed and I can breathe underwater. That's pretty cool. I feel like that's cool for like, it's going to come in handy every once in a while. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I mean, the main benefit of this level up is the um, magical for the purposes of overcoming resistance. But that is the kind of thing where situationally having having a climbing speed equal to my walking speed is going to be pretty legit. Well, I think it's it has, it's actually a little better to use your claws now, um, because I think you can attack twice with them, even though it's a 1d6 instead of a 1d8 or whatever it is. I should be able to... Let me, let me take a look here. Form of the Beast Bite is... Uh, that heals you, well, as long as you're yeah. under half health. Yeah. Um, so that's good. Claws. I was reading claws up on the barbarian yesterday as I was checking to see whether I was right about the totem warrior thing. So I just <laughs> now I know. Um. Oh, claws is less damage, but I can do more of them. Right. That's okay. what I said. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were just talking about the fact that I have a double attack, but it's, it's no, actually no, no. It actually lets you attack another time. Oh, yes. That's definitely more damage then. That'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty good. On on average, I guess, 1d6 plus 5 would be, you know, typically 8 or 9, call it 8.5. So that'd be 25.5 damage per turn. I get to do three of them. Not bad at all. And now I can send uh, cast sending three times in one day. Oh, uh, yeah. Just gonna start checking up on everyone. Just be like, hey, Arena, how's it going? It's me, Cockabee. Uh, just checking up on you. <laughs> oh, you should try <laughs> using sending on, on Arena and see I, if she I, answers. I am. I think that'll be that'll be how we start next session. I'm gonna yeah. do that. <laughs> be really and, interested. Yeah. If she picks get, up uh, the phone. You get Channel Divinity twice. Um, 
That's right. I can do the the uh, vulnerability thing to the next attack, or I can just destroy undead. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> destroy them. Yeah, as long as they're challenge rating one half. <laughs> Oh, that is a, a nice thing they let you do as a cleric, where it's like, listen, if you're surrounded by mobs later on, like, as long as they're not, you know, something, like, kind of important, you can just immediately kill them, no questions asked. But yeah, alright, good sesh. Good sesh.